Hey guys, we're going to do something a little bit different this week, so I'm going to go ahead and get the read out of the way before we start with anything else, and then you could listen to an hour of uninterrupted programming. Thanks for listening. your go-to now uh i only know so many different languages to say hello i I happen to like french the most so i think that's why i keep going back to that one but i try not to double up on it week to week i suppose that's fair yeah so we are doing something a little bit different this week i guess um I think it's the first time we've done this. I mean, we've done a like retro review, but we this is the first time we're going to be uh, watching it as we record. Yeah, we've never actually like watched anything and then talked about it while we were watching it. Mm-hmm. So this will be interesting. That's one word for least. it. Yeah. Um. So, I guess we are doing the first ever episode of. NXT. The very first one. Not the first one from Full Sail. Not the very first one that was on the network. Which is what I thought we were watching like an hour ago. Is this not the you first one from me. the from the network? No, no, no. This, no, this is when it replaced uh ECW. Okay. And it was it was what they recorded before SmackDown. Oh, I just went onto the network and um like went to two thousand and ten. Yeah, and picked and so the very it's when first it had one. a like, it sort of had like a game show element almost. Right. So it's just so we're clear before we start this, because this sounds real professional. Um, yes. February twenty third, two thousand and ten. Yes. Is the NXT the episode literal we were very doing. first NXT episode? I didn't know any difference because I didn't watch any of the old NXT. So yeah, it was it was a it was a like. Before, I mean, you can argue it's a third brand now, but it was a, a literal third brand because it was, it aired on the same network as SmackDown. Okay. It was on Sci-Fi. Gotcha. Um, all right. So, I guess anybody listening along, uh, watching along, anybody who is interested in anything like that, um... We are at, right after you first click it, all zeros across the board. 
Uh, we're going to do a three, two, one play on play, start playing or <clears throat> go ahead and start the video and we'll just go from there. Don't know yeah. how this is going to work out yet, but, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll be lucky if you and I are synced up, let alone anybody who may be listening. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? I am ready. Three My fingers in place. Three, two, one, play. Got the old school right. intro. Got that old school intro, yeah, with the uh, the like old timers. All these guys, look at all these guys that are on like the no fly list now. Right. The, the signature, a lot of Jericho. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll be seeing a lot of Jericho tonight, actually. So this, if you only know NXT from like, it's kind of like super indie, unofficial, but official third brand that it is today. It's inception was it would take people from actual developmental at the time, FCW, I believe it was, which was not televised. Um, And they had eight rookies and they paired them with a pro. So we've got Skip Sheffield, the future Ryback, um, Darren Young, Justin Gabriel, PJ Black on the indies scene now, Wade Barrett, uh, David Otunga. What an all-star cast. Daniel Bryan, look at him. Michael Tarver. Heath Slater. Okay, yeah, there are a few people still employed. Um, so here they are. I'm told the crowd's cheering right now. Um, I like that Daniel Ryback Bryan, is a cowboy. not amused. Yeah. They're all kind of just standing around backstage. This Daniel Bryan looks like a middle who's, schooler. He does look like a middle he schooler. Like, he looks like such a... Without the beard and the robe, he kind of looks like a geek. Miz is backstage with some sort of uh, like black denim cargo jacket and uh, vest and tie. Daniel, Very Baron Corbin-esque. Daniel Bryan looks like he's like half-ass cosplaying uh, Ric Flair. A little bit, yeah. He's just kind of wearing a satin bathrobe. And red, like, tidy whities tidy red. I like the facials on Ryback. Yeah. <laughs> yip, 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 what'd it do? That was his catchphrase. That's awful. Uh, I love so Cowboy Ryback. Is, I believe this thing was uh, the whole dynamic with the Miz and Daniel Bryan was that um, Daniel Bryan was like this decorated um, independent wrestler, like traveled all over the world, uh, was considered at this time by many outlets to be the 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 best in the world uh, in ring. And uh, so they paired him with the Miz and the Miz was supposed to put the like finishing touches on him. He said, yeah, you you're the best. You're the best wrestler but like you're not a star i'll teach you how to be a star and so they're kind of they're fighting right now about what it takes dan brian's kind of the they kind of had like a butting heads thing um, but that was the major storyline throughout the whole first season was was brian and and miz kind of butting heads and of course they had to recycle that on smackdown yes i mean i mean yeah they i mean they what like just finished up that feud last year yeah Nine years in the, I guess it would have been eight years in the making. 
This has got to be like the most awkward thing you ever see on TV is like everybody having to watch like one guy and not look completely like ridiculous in the process of it. Not gonna lie, it's super awkward right now, especially Heath Slater, the redhead. He, uh, I think he, the, uh, it's just with, with no sound, it's like super awkward. They're just standing around and they're all in gear, so it's like tidy whities Uh, yeah, from Las Vegas, Nevada. I totally see why the guy is wearing like, the hoodie pulled up with the sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. I would have done the same thing. Oh, we got Michael Cole. Josh Matthews. Wow. A lot of uh, impact talent on the show tonight. <laughs> you can't wrestle, but you can or kind future of talk. impact talent. Hey, Matt Stryker. Oh, Matt Stryker. Wow. All right, there's my person. I'm now behind you. <laughs> I'll catch up. That's okay. I've got the uh, the forward, the forward and back. Don't don't you dare stop recording. You're just going to probably have to do the bulk of the uh, talking about what's happening for a bit. It's just uh, Matt Stryker. I'm not actually reading anything. I'm sure he's about to interview somebody. Uh, Well, we've got Brian back in the ring with I don't know who the announcer is. The crowd is cheering again. Crowd loves a cheer. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. That... It's a tremendous reception, especially considering that my WWE Pro was The Miz. Ooh, dang. Mm. Crowd cheering again. Hey, 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 to all my fans throughout the world. <laughs> <laughs> Probably as naturally as he delivered it's, those lines, too. It's like too slow and fast at the same time. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not reading at all. You just, you just sum it up. You can describe what's happening. Whoever did the subtitles on this is complete shit because it like cuts off like the word the and and. Yeah, I mean, you, and. you'd think they'd have a crop of like interns that could just watch it and then like write down what they're saying and go back and type it. It's not like live closed caption where it's like you have to hear it. That's why it's on a delay. Like this should actually be pretty close to real time. No, they're just like going back and... They're like, oh, nobody's going back to watch this shit. Who cares? We don't need to fix <laughs> any of this. Hey, look, there's the Miz. He looks unhappy. The Miz he's looks the Miz, and he's awesome. Daniel Bryan looks real pleased with himself, though. He's saying things. Something about work. That he does. Hey, Clay Matthews jersey in the background. Yeah, this I mean this was uh right after they had won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. This may have even been That's right, former Pro Bowl linebacker for the Green Bay Packers. The Clay Packers Matthews. This is in there too. Probably this might have been when they were in Green Bay because there was right after the Super Bowl um, they did an episode of SmackDown in Green Bay, and that was when Clay Matthews ran in and helped Edge retain his World Heavyweight Championship. Makes Clay sense. Matthews did a wrestling spot once. I believe it was to beat Dolph Ziggler. And he needed help for that. Sir, 
Hey, the Miz is awesome. Are you caught up yet? That was his catchphrase at the moment. <laughs> if you don't believe him, just ask him. <laughs> Do you ever watch the Miz and Misses? Uh, I have not had the pleasure. I have watched one episode, and it was the one where Dolph Ziggler came over when he had the cooler that only unlocked when the Browns finally won a game. And, ah. Yeah, it was like a Bud Light cooler that unlocked after the Browns won their first game after they went through the, like, 0-16 oh, season. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and him and Ziggler mm-hmm. just, like, got trashed. It was pretty funny. And somebody else was there, but Ziggler was the one that you actually knew who he was. I think he fell asleep on a floor. All right, so... I'm going to do a, a sync check. What's happening right now? Same ring as me. Crowd cheering. There, Brian's holding his hand up saying, see? Then he, see? Then he failed. According ah. to The Miz. Uh, and then he just slapped Daniel Bryan. Ah, yes. There was a slap. I am at 8, then- 39, 40, 41, 42. Let me know when they plug the song. Plug the song? Yeah. Okay. I'll let you know. Oh, okay. (laughs) They plug the theme song of NXT. I'm at the replay. Wild and Young. Wild and Young. By American Bang. That's... God, I hate wrestling music. And now Mm. now that it's nine years later, who knows where these youngsters are? They're probably selling out arenas. Is that a thing? Selling out arenas? Yeah, like, do people still go to concerts? I just... Um, I didn't I've think... gone to at least one this year. <laughs> I thought they just... I don't even know. Alright, plug in the song, Wild and Young. All right. American Bang. They're sitting on a van of some sort with spray paint on it. It's painted like an American flag. Oh, is that what I'm seeing? Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan, you were just What's slapped your time stamp right now? Uh, 9, 10, 10, 7. Okay, we should be caught up again. All right, so The Miz is talking about how he just got slapped. And I assume there would have been some sort of commercial break just now. The Miz didn't get slapped. Yes. Daniel Bryan is talking about how the Miz slapped him. He looks real angry right now. (laughs) Yeah. uh, His silk robe is real ruffled right now. He's the American dragon. He is the American dragon. Remember that one was his gimmick? Yeah, I do. He was like the superstar of the indies. And he came out to Europe's The Final Countdown. That was his theme song. What do we have here? Ah, Carlito, Caribbean cool. He spits in the face of people who don't want to be cool. With his uh, his rookie was Michael Tarver. The like boxer was his gimmick. Interesting. I don't think he's in wrestling anymore. Spoiler alert. I don't really remember what Car- this was. I don't really remember what Carlito was doing at this time. I think it was maybe when he was doing the. He's wearing his pants instead of his shorts. So this was probably after 
any sort of push that he had. He did beat John Cena for the U.S. title in his debut match. Carlito, of course. Talking about. Right. Mr. 1.9 <laughs> seconds is not a nickname That's that right. I would want to have. <laughs> he can knock down any man in 1.9 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. This is like the most 2007 outfit I've ever seen. And we are actually in the year 2010. So that's saying something. Is he like a jazz club gangster or something? I don't... I don't know what his thing was supposed to be other than just a boxer. Mr. 1.9 seconds. You heard him. He's, one of, he's wearing one of Jerry Lawler's shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I'm just noticing his uh, his blazer even has like one of those ugly designs on it. This was such a horrible time for men's fashion. I didn't know that uh, Affliction made sport coats. <laughs> I can't confirm or deny, but I guarantee his jeans right now have fleur de lis and like button flaps. <laughs> Some Dave Meltzer jeans. Yeah, he's got Dave the Melty specials with like the white cotton twine or the white cotton yes. string. Oh, one hundred percent. Oh, and he's got some. Uh, he's got some Japanese character tattoos. Oh, I'm sure they. I'm sure they mean like War and Peace and. He's like, got a DMX tattoo. He's got a Biohazard one. He's got a DMX. Is that a DMX <clears throat> tattoo? The I X. want it to be. He won't regret that. It's, it's not funny. what you heard. It's what you hear and listen. It's what I'm you sure hear and listen. Hey, it's Christian. X gonna give it to you. He gonna give it to you. <laughs> I'm a DMX mark. I don't think I've outed that on the show, but he's gone through some hard times lately. But I don't think you've outed that not on this show, not to me anyway. Just in life, no. Yeah. I'm a DMX mark. Some hits anyway. The ones from his movies. He used to do movies with Jet Li. I know. They were did. simpler times. He's didn't like. Ah, he's Slater. Gets... He was doing his. He's the one man rock band. And I see him and Michael Tarver must go to the same stores. He's got a lot of crosses and fleur de lis. Well, see, the difference is like Heath Slater lives in a trailer. So you I could, 100%, yeah. expect, 100% expect him to dress like an asshole. This is likely this is before he had kids. And he needed a job, although he is trying to get the job here. So, who would have thought that this is like the one guy who would have never, from this moment on, is still employed with the company and was never not employed with the company? I think he he's the really, only one. I think he's he the only really one well in the Indies. Because Brian got fired, there was he was shoot fired for. Uh, Choking a guy with this tie? Three or four months? Yeah, he choked a guy with a tie. God bless it. You remember when, like, long hair with, like, no facial hair was a thing? Yeah, Triple H did it. I know, it was terrible, too. Yeah, look at that Randy Orton-esque tattoo. There's so much tribal. What tribe are you a part of, Heath? (laughs) (laughs) The Gainesville trailer park. Yeah. 
I think it's not this episode we're watching, but I think on one of these episodes, Heath actually picks up a win over Jericho. Interesting. Whatever happened to Carlito? Is he still in wrestling? Um, He was on the television series Glow most recently. Okay. So he's probably doing something with like choreography the Netflix or original. something. Because I know uh, Chavo's, yeah, I mean, Chavo's doing a Chavo, yeah. Chavo's in big into the choreography racket. Mm-hmm. He plays the older brother of one of the, the women on the show who come from this like historic. I think he actually plays a Samoan, ironically enough. But it's this like traditional wrestling family, and he's one of the like, he's one of like the established wrestlers. So his like sister is the only like kind of trained professional that they have. Is he the? And rock? he's done a couple cameos. Uh, no, he's not the Rock. I can't remember what he is. I think he's he's kind of like a, a lumberjack. I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch. He it's like cameos. It's not right. Yeah, it's not like a set character. All right. Let's see here. We got old blue dot in the other corner. (laughs) Christian, the blue dot. All right. So I think uh, I professionally covered it up, but just for the sake of getting back, um, I glitched out again. Would you mind telling me where exactly you are, timestamp? I am at 44. Nope, I'm not at 44. I'm at 1710, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Gotcha. Damn Chromecast. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm also in uh, not the most Wi Fi friendly corner of my apartment ah. the palatial estates <laughs> austin plus tyler rocky hire me i'm reading signs in the crowd right now the two youngsters are going at it i guess we haven't really talked about the match much no it's i mean it's all right Heath, now correct me if i'm wrong but heath was either like Hitting the weights here, or he might have been on the juice. I mean, speculating. I'm a column A, little column B. You don't like, (laughs) you don't hit the juice without hitting the weights, too. I mean, right, right. That's true. You don't just like inject yourself and suddenly you like muscle up and you take one to, you know, they kind of work together. But he definitely looks bulkier. You gotta be careful. Know him now, and it, it's possible that once he kind of like fell into the like the comedy jobber role, that like the work ethic went down a bit, or like you could even argue that um, for him to successfully portray a comedy jobber, he probably had to soften up a bit. I think he was an FCW champion at one point. Like he may have been the champion right now, for all I know. Two pros going at it. This would have been a fun match. Carlito and Christian. They had a fun mid-card at this time. Little tag team tandem work there. Elbow to the face. Foot to the face. Wow. The middle rope. 
the kill switch. They renamed the unprettier the kill switch. Yep. I don't know if you have a, a, a recollection of that. Big win. I do. Well, I remember him more using it in uh, TNA while he was there, like very briefly, mm-hmm. when they like yeah. talent shared with WWE that one time. <laughs> do you remember that, or are you familiar with that? Uh, TNA had uh, Ric Flair at the time when they were trying to do one of the inductions. into the Hall of Fame. And, uh... Hey, I've got this shirt. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just... That's okay. The the CM Punk, the Ramones kind of knockoff shirt. I have it to this day. It's in my drawer right now. If this was a video uh, episode, I could pull it out and show everyone. But yeah, yeah, no, I remember what you were talking about. I think it was the WWE... What was it? It was some sort of Hall of Fame it, was involved. It was it either was Christian going into TNAs or so, it was Ric Flair. No, it was the Horsemen were going into the WWE, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it was Somebody the was going to a Hall of Fame. It was the Horsemen going in and uh, they said, well, if we let you have Flair, can we have somebody? And they asked for The Undertaker originally. Needless to say, WWE said hell no to that. And uh, they were like, well, you can have Christian. Because <laughs> that's the same as The Undertaker, you know? I don't know. It's pretty... Uh, pretty interesting. I don't know. It's a weird situation, I guess. Yeah. It was uh, the one and only time, I think, that they played ball together. Straight Edge Society with Darren Young, who looks like he's in the Straight Yeah, that was Society. a. I like Darren Young. That was an odd hair. fit because he was like the part. Yeah, it was a fun look. I mean, he definitely looked like the joke at the time was that he was Black John Cena, and you could sort of see it a little bit here. He should have been. Uh, he should have been John Cena's little. That would have been more fun. Did you see all the stuff yeah. that's coming out about Luke Gallows now? Like that chick on like No, Twitter. what's going on? <laughs> Apparently no. like, he was like in a relationship and like told this woman to like come from Singapore to Australia or something like that and meet him while they were on tour. E. I don't know if you're like familiar with the like Tinder well, I know Luke Gallows he... thing. No. So there was an episode of uh him and Carl Anderson back when they were still running like indies in Japan were on an mm-hmm. episode of the art of wrestling. And they were like, kind of, they kind of alluded to the fact that Luke Gallows spent some time on Tinder. Yeah. Like a lot of, a lot of time. Well, apparently like interesting. He told this girl that like he was, had no interest in being in a relationship. And then like mm-hmm. a couple days later, it like showed up that he was in a relationship on its like Facebook or something stupid like that. And she, like, went on, like, blasted, like, all of their, like, messages back and forth to each other and, like, all this, like, super psycho stuff. Yikes. Yeah. Stay off Tinder, boys and girls. 
Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, all of them. Who needs them? Right. <laughs> I didn't know about half of those, if I'm honest. I so, just got an education earlier tonight. <laughs> interesting. Somebody was telling me about them. Sounds like a scam. <laughs> I just saw Barack Obama. Yeah. Uh, so they're doing the David Otunga um, promo video. And he was married to Jennifer Hudson. I think he was also a contestant on I Love New York. The right. VH1 TV show. Now, I remember it's so weird now. Like now knowing that he was like a do nothing like loser. And he accomplished nothing. Um, but like he was like clearly the guy that they were kind of pushing as like this guy's got like the star quality. He definitely looks like a Vince McMahon guy. He had the look. He definitely didn't have like nearly as much charisma or presence as they were trying to like push that he did. He does look like a black John Cena though. Like even in his face, like they could have had like one of the same parents. Oh, we're talking about Darren Young now? Yeah. Sorry. Yes, Darren Young looks like Black John Cena. He was on the screen for a second, like on a close up on his face, and I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. Yep. He kind of looks like um MVP crossed with Taz, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Otonga, not Darren Young. I'm going yeah, back and yeah. forth without telling anybody anything. Going back and forth. Our truth. Still People around. People over here, what's up? Still around, yeah. It's funny, even a lot of the pros have come and gone. You'd, I mean, you'd think a lot of these rookies would have, like... Um, it, I mean, it's kind of funny that, like... I don't know, there's just a lot... I know this was nine years ago, but... Just, like, a lot of stuff over nine years ago. Look at those pants. Right. It's closer to uh, an entire decade ago. Why would anybody want to wrestle with that many facial piercings? <laughs> I don't know. He's the uh, R-Truth. Yeah, I know, but that just... Undertaker didn't Our have trizzle. his eyebrow ring for very long, but I think he had that thing where like your body rejects the, the piercing and it like worked out or mm-hmm. something like that. Or We've he all been there. decided that he didn't want to have his face ripped off. Right. It appears as though this is just a rookie versus rookie match. No, uh, neither of the pros are going to get involved. That was an ugly slam. Oh, that was a squash. Ooh, CM Punk does not look pleased with that. Yeah, they were really high on Otunga. And they did this weird, because Darren Young's gimmick was like, he was like South Beach party guy, I think was his literal gimmick. And so CM Punk was doing the straight edge society stuff, which at the moment was, was like some of the best stuff going. That was um, a bad slam. Was, I don't know. They just, yeah, it was like a half-ass spine buster. <laughs> Isn't the woman in, from uh, the straight edge society back in wrestling again doing something? She never really left wrestling. She left the WWE. She did come back as one of the May Young. That's what um, it was. Participants. Serena Deeb. Yeah. It's her name. Shaved her head. 
for this gimmick. Yeah. And then that, I believe she got fired because she was seen going out like after shows and stuff. Wrestling's silly. I'm pretty sure like CM Punk, there's a bunch of pictures of him out with people. I don't think he actually had a drink in his hand, but everybody around him did. Yeah. I honestly, I'd be more skeptical of him being out with people. Right. Our main event. That's a main event anywhere in the world. It's funny that this was kind of buried on, uh, like, I don't even know if sci-fi was basic cable. Well, we got the raw rebound coming up. Ooh, and we could download Batista's ringtone. Oh, wow. WWE Mobile. The precursor to the network. What was actually going on in the WWE at this time? This is interesting. Someone was Cena, of course. I don't actually have any oh, idea. Oh, was this the big... I think this was the big Cena-Batista feud. This was heel Batista. Uh, with, like, the tiny polo shirts and the nose ring. Isn't that just always Batista? That's, that's Batista now as we know him, but... Like, this was... He hadn't really been that... Until this point, Call we're witnessing history, down. kind of. Uh, depended week to week. If he was out golfing or not. Yeah. I don't think Batista golfs. He's probably too like big and stiff. <laughs> like I would, like, there's no way he could. There's like, a joke there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what I said. Said big and stiff. In regards to Batista. So Batista. Yeah, and everyone, there's the famous question with Batista. CM Punk's the only person who's actually answered that question without, like, jokingly doing the math and science behind it. Right. This is a really long Raw recap. It really is. This, this thing's almost three hours. I feel like I could have just And they're not even Raw. recapping Raw. They're just... They're just showing this this segment. Which I remember this feud was pretty much just Batista coming out and beating up John Cena every single week. And then they had their match at WrestleMania and guess what? Cena wins. No. Yeah, this was kind of the height of this was like right smack dab the middle of LOL Cena wins. <laughs> Well, you know. Oh, he's back. Kind of funny to think that we actually, we did get a Batista return within the last calendar year. He's been on our TVs. Give me what I want! <laughs> uh Wasn't there a matchup for that for the bubbly? There was. Give me what I want. What do you want? Give me what I want. I want a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> Is that a John Deere hat? Uh, I believe it was a uh, a takeoff on the John Deere design. And then they would also do a PBR one a few years after this. That was not that long ago because PBR said that they were going to sue him. Yeah, I mean, it was like... It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. That was like five years ago. <laughs> oh, 
hunting. It's kind of funny looking at the WWE roster at this point in time, and then looking at the TNA roster at this point in time, and just knowing that there was going to be so much trading places. It was this our main event? This is our main event of the evening. Your world heavyweight champion, Chris Jericho, and his rookie, Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett. I've got some bad news for you. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. It's a shame he got hurt when he first debuted that gimmick because it was starting to gain steam. And then he came back and won King of the Ring and they had him feud with R-Truth who came out with like a plunger as a scepter. And I don't know. They're surprised the guy's not in wrestling anymore. He's got like a marine biology degree, so I'm sure he's doing fine, but... I think he was acting for a little while, or he was trying to. Yeah. Just unfortunate, because he really had, like... Uh, I I thought he, he was, after watching... I remember at this time, I, I, I was watching at, at this time. I I watched every week, because I thought it was, like, a new concept. Because this was before now, where it's, like, we're so familiar with who's, like, kind of coming up the pipeline because of what NXT has become, but this was kind of the first push they had of, uh, oh, here are like the young guys, you know? And I remember just being blown away by Wade Barrett. And I was like, oh, this guy's, this guy's got something. Like he could talk, he could wrestle, he was big. Jericho also did like a heck of a job. As his, If you, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't, but if you did go back and rewatch this first season of NXT because it was seasons at this point, like right. a, like a proper TV show. Um, like he was like, he worked his ass off to get like Barrett over. Um, and so like, yeah, he would like when Barrett was wrestling and he'd be the manager, um, you could hear Jericho like kind of in the vicinity of the announce table and Michael Cole and Josh or whatever would be talking about whatever they'd be talking about. And he'd be like, don't talk about that. Talk about Barrett. <laughs> but like like off microphone but like on it enough that you could hear him he would just be yelling at the announcers why aren't you talking about Barrett Jericho's great at pretty much anything he tries to do or at least he was I think maybe I'm yeah, just tired I mean, he's, of Jericho a little bit he's still pretty good I mean it's it's sad now the like worst thing he does is wrestle yeah I guess I'd probably have more bad things to say about Jericho if I listened to his podcast or like he's, followed him on any social media. He, he's a little big for his britches and mouthy now. Yeah, he's very outspoken. I'm kind of, you know, it's fine, but whatever. Mm-hmm. He he definitely has a high opinion of himself. Yeah, I mean, it could be argued he's earned it. That doesn't mean that anybody wants to hear it, but yeah. He's just kind of a douche, though. And I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Slim Jim. Hey. We probably got separated again. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I've, I've got it. <laughs> yeah, I think Slim we're within Jim. a few seconds of each other. So I guess Slim Jim ended up coming. Well, I wonder if they came. I wonder if Slim Jim came back. To WWE with uh, WWE buying out WCW. It could be. I know at one point, um, 
I mean, if you are to believe the guy, and I, I think you can say what you want about the guy, I don't think that he's a dishonest person. Um, but in that original CM Punk, Colt Cabana kind of tell-all podcast that they did, that I've kind of had an itching to go back and revisit. Um, he talked about, amongst other things, uh, of his grievances. He had, uh, like, been going back and forth with Nabisco, who I guess is like the parent company of Slim Jim. Mm-hmm. And they were like, this was after the the summer of punk stuff, like the pipe bomb and everything. So he was kind of like, he had sort of like kind of broken through the mainstream a bit. Um, and he had the deal set in place to be the spokesperson for Slim Jim, like kind of in the, like the, to be the heir apparent of sorts to Macho Man Randy Savage. And it got kiboshed because like, oh no, we like we can be sponsored. WWE can be sponsored, but like individual wrestlers and stuff can't be sponsored. So you're just gonna have to tell them you can't do that. Or something See, along those lines. But I think even with And um, this was like this was like a year or so before they brought Brock back and he had Jimmy Johns and uh like Case IH and Rocky Boots sponsors all over him. But the way I understood it, like the way, and you know, this is coming from Bischoff, so um, the reason that they decided to bring um, Randy Savage over, like partially was because of Slim Jim, because it came with Mm -hmm. him, but they were getting all the money from Slim Jim, and so they basically paid him whatever Slim Jim would have been paying him. So, or plus a little bit. So they were basically just paying him like the addition to. So like they were getting him at like a deep discount, like two hundred and fifty a year instead of like a million or something like that. Because he was making, right. yeah. Um, so I I don't know like how that even would have worked with um, with Punk. I guess I don't know. I don't think Punk like has any reason to lie about anything, but. I'll, back then, I don't know about it. Yeah, so that's much. what like I said. Now. Like, I, I think he can, he can be a bit like off-putting with his like, his general like personality, um, but like I don't think he's a dishonest person. Yeah, I kind of read his uh, Starcast recap a little bit. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like order that one of these times. They're like giving you away, like if you mm-hmm. ordered on Fight now. Like they're about to do the fourth one in November, yeah. but they like give away I think, like I mean, all the previous ones with whichever new one you get. Ah, so I think it'd be kind of cool to go to if it ever too. was like close enough. Like if they did one in Atlanta or something, maybe I don't know. I bet they would do Charlotte. I bet AEW would do Charlotte, which means that they would do. I I bet they if they could find a like a good stadium or a good like venue for it then they've been doing there's a convention center charlotte's got a very nice convention center in there uh not downtown because it's charlotte has to be different they're uptown area right you don't to a bicycle show there center i mean that is like the best place i mean i assume that seen an event though yeah that was a cool venue i I hope they come back and with uh new japan wrestlers this time yeah right (laughs) Or at least brand it as like, come see Ring of Honor's best in a New Japan ring. Ooh, I think Jericho was supposed to go over there. He yeah. didn't. That just looked like it hurt. 
So this spot here that's coming up was actually it's put it was put into a video game. It was. Oh, the part where you can go flying from the ring to the uh, and get slammed into the table. And Brian was like shoot injured on that. Yeah, it looks like I think you'll even be able to see like this huge like red spot. I think he was going too fast. Yeah, he was. Jericho fairly certain. Yeah, look at that. Ooh, we he might have a broken rib. Look at that. Well, yeah, it looks like Jericho tried to save him. He just had too much momentum. Good for Jericho yeah. for not just saying fuck this guy and jumping out of the way. Well, he's, he's not him. the Miz. He's going to catch a guy doing a dive. I think the Miz would try if he wasn't like absolutely 100% going to kill him. Yeah. He seems like a nice enough guy in real life. The heel hook. A move that Brian would eventually adapt as a uh, finisher of sorts. Yeah, not quite that variation of it though no no no, no. It this was, was like a during lazy... his submission specialist days tap or snap i believe was a catchphrase he had Ooh. attempted to get over code breaker man this was a uh, a lot of people at the time um, were familiar with well at least the name of Daniel uh, Brian Danielson, but for a lot of people this was kind of their first exposure. Oh, I was lucky enough of the lion tamer. I mean, the yeah, walls. the old WCW uh, knee to the neck. Yeah, um, I was fortunate enough um, that um, I had access to. Uh, Ring of Honor had a syndicated show on HDNet, which is the present-day Axis, I believe, Axis. Um, and so that's where I kind of that was kind of my first like dive in the world of independent wrestling, other than just like hearing these names. Um, I was fortunate enough that it was at the time where they. I mean, it's crazy now to think just how far Ring of Honor's fallen, but it was that year that they had. Um, they had Danielson, they had Austin Aries, they had Tyler Black, Claudio Castagnoli, Chris Hero. I can translate those into um, their WWE names. That would be Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, Cassius Ono, still Austin Aries, um, Steen, Generico, maybe your Owens and Zayn, um, the Briscoes who are still there. Um, but just uh, like absolutely loaded this roster was like, we're talking like it was like what, what NXT is now. Like it's pretty much just like, so that was, yeah, I don't know. It was a cool time in wrestling. Now is now presently is a cool time in wrestling too. I think so too. It's going to be interesting to see how ROH like kind of responds to, you know, Skrull's going to be gone next month or in two months and, Mm -hmm. I think they're they're done. I don't know. I think that they've got. They'll they'll kind of always be around, but I I think there was maybe at one point a real uh like chance for them to have become the like number two in North America, and they never really set their sights high enough. Yeah, maybe. 
But, you know, TNA tried to set their sights a little too high, and look what happened to them, too. That's Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is There's, like, this middle ground. Because, like, PWG has, like, their sights set nowhere, and they're doing fine, and they're always going to do fine. So I guess it's also, like, I get there's no real way to do it. Like, they're doing fine now, and, like, they don't want to grow, and they don't have to grow. So, there you go. I guess that's the uh, that's the show there. That is the show. This wasn't like as much of a shit show as I thought it was going to be. Like doing the whole. <laughs> they didn't do a bunch of. I guess this was like slightly before. I don't know when they started introducing all of the like game show elements, but eventually there was like they do stuff like there was like keg carrying races and obstacle courses and like trivia and. They'd go into the stands, and I don't know if it was a shoot or a work brother, but they'd have to, like, sell programs and stuff. And there was, like, a soda chugging competition and trivia probably even. Yeah. Interesting. And then the season went on. I don't think Brian wanted a match the entire time. Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure, like, Otunga and Slater were undefeated the whole time. And... Uh, Wade Barrett would win eventually. I don't know if we're just talking about this season oh, at we large. Can. Yeah, I mean, we don't have any plan. I we yeah. did what we said we were gonna do. Barrett would would eventually win. Um, but like obviously the big star to come out of this was Daniel Bryan. I mean, it was uh, you kind of knew it at the time. I think that's why he never won a match is because he he didn't need to. Oh, is that is that how that works? Is that Vince McMahon's philosophy? Oh, he didn't need to. Win. Uh, I mean, clearly he didn't because he didn't win a single match this whole time, and he's the only guy who like amounted. I don't want to say amounted to anything, but he was the only star this show produced. And he's true. still a star to this day. I mean, second place is. Uh, I would argue it's Heath Slater. I mean, I, I think Barrett hit higher highs. He won the uh, the IC belt and. Uh, the tag belts and challenged for the um, the like top title on a couple occasions. Got to feud with had like a marquee feud with um, with Cena. Yeah, the Nexus. But like I don't know. Yeah, like his I don't know. Like he had, but the, I mean, but so many of them just like didn't accomplish anything. Um, PJ Black, you could make the argument used this spotlight to kind of to this day keep him relevant in the world of wrestling like i mean he's been able to work with ring of honor with impact lucha mm-hmm. underground um he's like a notable enough name kind of built off of this but like tarver's out of wrestling i don't know that what darren young has done since his release um Ryback, I think, is wrestling, but he charges so much per appearance that he doesn't get a lot of work. He runs that bed and breakfast, I guess. Yeah, I don't know that he's wrestling. I know he's like he's got his like nutrition lines and stuff like yeah. that. He totally never used steroids. But yeah, so. That's the interesting question. Is I, I, I think it's um, Slater or or Barrett because you can. I, I'd hear both. I'd hear both arguments. Slater's had the longevity 
And, I mean, he's a former multiple-time tag team champion. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he has gone without gold, but... I guess Ryback, for like a six-month stretch, Ryback was like a legitimate star, too. <laughs> it's just funny to think about. Ryback. Anytime I see Ryback... Feed me, more, anything, feed me more was super over. Did you see he went... He was going after, like, the guy who does, uh, like, copyright and, like, uh, trademarks for WWE? No, like what, straight what, up, just like blasted him and said he was a piece of shit. <laughs> like called him out by name and like posted his like LinkedIn profile. I have no idea what it was about, but he was not happy with that guy for whatever reason. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know why you go after like the. <laughs> just trying to burn bridges, I guess. Why not? Right. Just try to make sure those bridges are nice and burned. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, looks like this weekend <laughs> we've got a little bit of a uh, an event going on. Probably won't talk about it much this week, but we'll uh, we'll do we can do a recap next week. We can do a recap, especially because I will be attending live. Is this official? I mean, I've got the the time off from the place of employment, so I don't have tickets yet, uh, and that's because I'm refusing to pay what they're going for on the secondary market, and also refusing to pay for what the fees make them on the primary market. So, oh yeah, the plan is to uh, just buy them day of from the box office because then there'll be like $20 tickets. Right. Um, that pl- that and, selling out. Right. Um, or like just go with like, uh, like 30 or 40 bucks and see the best ticket that can get you out in the parking lot. Clash of Champions in Charlotte's kind of a cool thing though, I think. It's a, it's a cool thing. I mean, the card is like well-rounded enough. There will be some fun stuff. I mean, it's not like Seth has done a ton with his title reigns this year, so I'm I'm not feeling. I'm, I mean, I mean, Braun I think is a big step up from Corbin, but I don't know. I'm not really even sure of the card because I still haven't uh, been watching a lot lately. But I know it's Seth and Braun and Kofi and Orton. Roman Reigns wrestling uh, Roman. Um, so you Roman that to and look Rowan. I've got that. That was supposed to be Brian and Roman. <laughs> um, but they're smartly holding that off for a bigger show. I've got uh, Becky, Sasha, which I think could be fun. Bailey, Charlotte, which I think could be fun. Um, this used to be the match, uh, the night where all of the titles were on the line. So I guess I we would have. Are. I would assume we would have both tag titles and the IC and US, but I don't even know who has those. Uh, is the New Day, are they still the SmackDown champs? Sounds right. Okay. Well, I'll find out. I'll come back with a full report. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm, like, looking for a quick, like, overview of it, but I am not seeing. Nah. Honestly, I, I, I'm, like, I don't know. I don't know that I'd be able to give a worthwhile analysis of it. Like, I'm better for a reaction at this point. Did you see The Undertaker on game day? Oh. Yeah, he showed up to the Texas Longhorns, like, uh, game day. Apparently, he's a football fan. Well, I knew that. He's from Texas. I think you have to be. That's fair. Yeah, he showed up for game day, though. There's, like, clips of it. He came out to his music and everything. He talked in his regular person voice, too. Right. He's Mark. He also picked uh, the Longhorns, so he's not, like, well-versed, I guess. Or he was just, you know, playing face. Ah, he was the celebrity guest picker. Yeah. He picked wrong. That's cool. Yeah. Well, nobody can be Aaron Rodgers, who I, I think, if he didn't go perfect in his picks, he only missed one. They had him picking when uh, the Badgers played LSU in Lambeau. Rodgers was the special guest picker. It was also the football season I spent in Baton Rouge, so that was a fun Monday to go back to work. Yeah. I brought my Bucky bobblehead with me. <laughs> oh, uh, this thing? Saying. No, it's just... Yeah. That was fun. So we should we should do one of these again. It's a nice... Uh, yeah. Well, we'll find some fun. different things. Maybe we can go back and watch some old Smackdowns when they were only an hour long. Right, yeah. I'd be into that. Some NXT shows. Mm-hmm. Well, we could probably do some of those tournaments, too, because they did those in, like, hour increments, too, didn't they? Mm-hmm. There yeah, I think we might be on to something here. I'm, I'm a fan we might of this. even try to, uh, if at all possible, might be fun to, like, watch it, like, live, live. Not live, live. That implies that we're, like, there watching it. Um, I mean, like... Uh, breaking kayfabe here but um so we we don't we're not sitting in the the bro wrestling studio (laughs) we are in separate locations um but like i don't know maybe we could figure it out that we watch it at in the same spot we could even put them in the can as long as we don't talk about what's happening in like the real world yeah if we ever like get together we could probably just do like four or five Five of them in a row, <laughs> and just save them. <laughs> Timestamp. We wouldn't and do just, that. Yeah, like I said, we would just not have to talk about what is happening live. Uh. Anyway. Like, oh yeah, this match was so good, so much better than the uh, the current Seth Rollins and Baron <laughs> Corbin feud released in January 2020. <laughs> Which hey, maybe they'll be feuding again. Who knows? All right. All right. So, who's your favorite wrestler this week? Um, well, considering that was the only wrestling that I've watched this week, I was a bad fan. Um, but also there just wasn't anything else to watch. Not entirely true, but you know what I mean. Um, I'm going to go with somebody from the I mean, there's two guys I think that you could go off of. It's either 
Well, I think I did Jericho last week, right? Mm-hmm. I had to have gone Jericho last week. So I'm going to go Daniel Bryan this week for that table spot and just like seeing the like uh, the American Dragon and like the the like there really wasn't even much of a foundation that we like know now other than like some of the moves. It was actually kind of really odd to see this iteration of him and to just know that, oh, this guy's going to be like the hottest thing in the industry. Um, in Here's a crazy thing. I know I'm kind of talking in circles here. Um, that hot run that he went on was in 2014. And so this episode, um, his like run was closer to the airing of this episode than it is to present day. Hmm. Interesting. Right? Five years versus four. But like the, the yes movement stuff doesn't seem like it was all that long ago. No, it really doesn't. I wonder, do you think he's going face again? Now that he got put through a table? I think so. I mean, it's the cycle. Like a, a heel gets an act over and it's like so over to the point where they just like turn him. Yeah. Well, you know who I'm going with this week? Who's that? Chad Gable. Oh, he yeah, beat, he the, beat best the best in the, the world. world. Yep. <laughs> and he's getting a little mini push. I don't I don't expect it to push. go anywhere, but I'm I'm stoked about yeah. it. Yeah, man, good for him. The the runner up is going to be Luke Gallows uh Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Chad Gable's a guy I've wanted to see do things for a long time. And now he is. Not a big fan of the new haircut, but you know, it's fine. I guess it's not that new anymore, but also I really like I really like Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler as tag team partners. Yeah, they're a fun team. Hopefully, hopefully I'm not alone on that. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we uh, kick off? Mm. That's all I can I can provide this week. Fair enough. Yeah. So. That turn buck is like a wake-up call You abide by the rules, but you don't have a law You know I want it all, and I don't care If I gotta bring you through the wall You run, but just to see you fall This might be standing to you, but this is what I dream It's cause I want it more You went and pulled the steel ladder, wrapped the crime into the top, and then you hesitated If you ain't reaching for the belt, the hell you want it for? I got more attitude than rock back in 97 Second prayers, leave you buried like I've been the reverend We've been convinced seconds Final call is in. I give it all the way, no matter who's been following. I swear the cost is sick, you've been the great. That three count is the passing, now you sealed your fate. A lot of people claim they want it, most will come and go. But I'm committed for forever. Welcome to the show.